are listening to Heart of the Ark podcast from the Office for Evangelization in the Archdiocese of Newark. We're coming to you to bring knowledge and some courage as we voyage through this life as missionary disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Jennifer Benke, and I'm co-hosting this podcast with my friend and colleague, Father John Gordon. Listeners, my name is Jennifer Benke. I'm the Associate Director for the Office for Evangelization, and you're here with the Heart of the Ark podcast. This is episode 18. It is actually the second half of a conversation between myself and Ricardo Casamiro, the campus minister at Montclair State University, and we are discussing apparition of Fatima on through the final revelations and we get into a little bit of the what is it of the secret and I think that this is uh, edifying conversation for everybody to be listening to and we broke it in half again to keep our episode lengths consistent so before we begin I'm going to begin in prayer because we do all all things with prayer and this is the consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary Virgin Mary Mother of God and our mother to your Immaculate Heart we consecrate ourselves in an act of total entrustment to the Lord by you we will be led to Christ by him and with him we will be led to the Father we will walk in the light of faith and we will do everything so that the world may believe that Jesus Christ is the one sent by the Father. With him, we wish to carry his love and salvation to the ends of the earth. Under the protection of your immaculate heart, we will be one people with Christ. We will be witnesses of his resurrection. By him, we will be led to the Father for the glory of the most holy Trinity, whom we adore, praise, and bless forever. Amen. Before we go to the second apparition, when they end the first one, we'll see it's like Jacinta and Francisco. We are not, not telling this to anyone. Okay. And Jacinta goes a mile walking, jumping of joy. Oh, a beautiful lady. Oh, this lady was so beautiful. She was so in love with that beauty, mm-hmm. right? They get home. Jacinta is too quiet. Uh-oh. The mother asks, what's going on? Mom, we saw a beautiful lady. So for Lucia, the suffering, you have to suffer a lot, mm-hmm. started the 13th of May. Mm-hmm. Because the mother didn't believe. They started calling a liar. They cut her hair. They made a little bit of fun of her. Lucia suffered a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, a, she, she's a strong woman. Mm-hmm. She went to a very tough life of suffering and it started right there so francisco never lied so the father asked him is this true and francisco stands up and says, yes this is true so the suffering starts there so 13 of june first thing that we'll see asks the lady is this can you take us to heaven enough yeah <laughs> i had a month of problems i just want to go yeah to heaven and yeah. the version tells us this, and, and I'll, uh, this is for all of us. This is not just for Lucia. This is for all the people that are listening right now. You suffer a great deal. She's aware, God is aware of that. But my immaculate heart will be a way and a refuge to God. Mm-hmm. And then she again opens the hands, and there is that communication of light. So for us is this, like, remember this, you suffering right now. Yeah. We all have a suffering. 
you know, stop blaming COVID for everything. <laughs> but we all have a suffering. Yeah. You know, we have that one that we don't want to die alone with. We don't want to be by ourselves. But every time I go buy some clothings, right, uh, I look at the stuff. I'm like, I'm buying stuff. And then I get home and it doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that happened to you. <laughs> we have this necessity of... Uh, filling up. Filling up with stuff. With stuff, yeah. Yeah, buying cars. buying. Right? And we think solving a problem is having a new house. Right. Even, oh, I don't understand the Bible. Let me get a new Bible. Something yeah. wrong with my Bible. <laughs> I mean, it's just we do have this necessity of getting stuff, mm -hmm. right? And then, again, it's just we are happy for a minute and then that goes away. What we need to invite is the joy of Easter. Mm -hmm. of that joy of that morning. Like Jacinta, she was like, I couldn't control myself. There was something inside. I had to tell everybody this beautiful event. Right. So you're suffering. But remember one thing. This is a promise by your mother. I will, my heart will be away. I mean, away and a refuge to God. Mm -hmm. That is, that I think for me, it's the heart of the message of Farima. It's knowing that God exists, He's mm -hmm. here for you. I will make an extra mile and I will open my heart. I will make my heart a way for you to have a safe pass to God. Yeah. So the Virgin Mary is asking us, trust your problems, your life. I will help you. Yeah. God is always here. Yeah. We are never by ourselves. No. Never. Never. We is we always God is very attentive to us mm -hmm. daily in any moment. So I think therefore Lucia was actually the vocation of like she 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 already believed it, she already trusted, but life care a little bit better for her, knowing that the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Yeah. That you there too. Yeah. There is a picture of me, there is a picture of you, there is a, let's put it this way, you know, yeah. for people to understand too, there is, we are there. So again, when we pray the rosary, it's my life with the life of Christ. It's yeah. my hands uh, with the hands of Christ. Yeah. So we're not by ourselves. Nope. We're never by ourselves. So if you're feeling alone right now, if you think that you're desperate, and we tender uh, even the catechism of the Catholic Church, you know, the, the symbols of the church, right? We think that the church, that, you know, I'm upset with the church, I'm upset the way that things going, don't be. Focus on the cross. Mm. Focus on Him. Yeah. Focus on Christ. He's always with us. Yeah. We are very imperfect. Yeah. <laughs> we make mistakes. Yes. If, if, yeah. you, if you didn't Inside know that. the church, outside the church, everybody. That is mistake. Yeah. We're, we're sinners. But that, is, but that is the grace of God. Yeah. And that is always a God with us. Yeah. You know, if you look at King David, Moses, all the uh, Old Testament uh, uh, covenants, you see they are so imperfect. Yeah. They fell. Yeah. Constantly. Constantly. Did God give up? No. no. Even our saints. No. This, our saints were, yeah. were failures until they succeeded, right? Yes. Until God used them yes. to be more perfect. Yes. Yeah. Do, do, do you think Francisca and Jacinta knew a lot? For example, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, do you think that she knew a lot of theology? She, she know the theology of working and... Yeah. <laughs> and healing and, 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 and accompanying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you don't need to know much. Right. What you need to know that God is love. Yeah. He loves you. Yeah. He's here for us. 
is here to forgive us and to give us a second, a third, a fourth chance in our lives. Yeah. But the heart of the message of Fatima is repairing too. Mm-hmm. Repairing their relationship, repairing the art of God. You know, the first the devotions of Fatima, there will be um, the first Saturdays, uh, five Saturdays, repairing uh, the art of God, uh, repairing our relationship with God. You know, if we have a TV at home, right? And that TV doesn't work. What we do, I don't want to say the name of the company, but you go online, you know, mm-hmm. you buy one. TV yeah. and two days you have the TV in your door. Right. It gets to that point. Yeah. We don't go and repair the TV. No. I remember my father bringing a TV to be fixed and it will be weeks. Oh, yeah. And my, my father actually repaired TVs. That guy that used to repair our TVs was always grumpy. I don't think he was really... <laughs> I thought... I think your father was more joyful. No. <laughs> because no. they're really annoyed with, no. like, fixing TVs. And yeah. Getting this new stuff, you know, and we had to wait. Yeah, like, yeah. We only had two channels in Portugal in my time, yep, so yep. there's really nothing to do. Yep. So now what we do, we just put it in the garbage and get a new one. Right. And then it's the same thing with the spiritual life. Yeah. We do not go back and, and just like reflect on reflect on my sins, why I'm always doing this, why I'm always falling in the same sin, in the same mistakes. Mm-hmm. That is repairing. So many people recognize in this in this life the need for constant fitness or self-care or diet or whatever. And they recognize that like you can't just give up mm-hmm. when you fail, right? You have to repair that you know, you have to go back to the gym or go back to your workout or go back. When you have a day of indulgence, you go back to a, a way of eating that's a, a cleaner way of eating. And they they recognize that the body needs those things. We need we need to take care of our, our physical health for longevity. But we forget that, you know, our spiritual life takes that kind of work. Yes. And that kind of work can be done in 30 minutes every morning with the rosary yes you know and that's just as important some some ways more important for our physical well-being and our mental well-being is getting our spiritual well-being you know and this is this is the this is a really easy way to do it there's you only know need to know three prayers and if you have to use you know i'm going to be really honest for me and i've said this in in other contexts i just said it last month in front of the in a room full of people, including our cardinal. I said, you know, the rosary was for little old ladies when I was growing up. It was little old ladies <laughs> who on every first Sunday had coffee and crumb cake. You know, that's what it was for me when I was growing up. And I grew up at Our Lady of Fatima Parish. You know, it wasn't for me until I saw in my grandmother's final hours, and I was now in college, that she was a, a convert to Catholicism from uh, Dutch Reform, um, convert to Catholicism, and she spent the last three weeks of her life in constant prayer, prayer of the rosary. And uh, something clicked in my head like, okay, if Grandma is finding that she's going to spend the last three weeks of her life in constant prayer, then there's got to be something here yes. for me. And that's when my heart grew back to reckon. And, and if it hadn't grown back, uh, hadn't gone back to that point, then the trials and the sufferings that I went to through after that 
I wouldn't have I wouldn't have physically, mentally, or emotionally survived them, mm-hmm. let alone spiritually. I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't found my way back to Jesus through the rosary. And, and the Virgin Mary is requesting that. Yeah, it's like it, it's, that means it's important. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. she's there with her hair. Yeah, yeah. I, you mentioned um, right before the COVID lockdown, I had started a new initiative, and part of it was uh, consecration to families uh, for families to uh, the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the uh, Sacred Heart of Jesus. So it's a, it's. Um, it's a, the Sacred Heart devotion, it's bringing it into your homes, and so it, it comes with both. And in that process, you have to bring, if you have one, a statue of Our Lady of Fatima when, when you're the person going to the home to pray with people. And so I had just gotten one mm-hmm. given to me, and it was in my car, ready to go, in March 2020. Wow. And so I was like, well, I can't leave the Blessed Mother in the trunk. <laughs> so I brought her into the house, and now she's in my house every day, the duration of the of the lockdown. And I'm like, I guess I should start saying hi. <laughs> Let's get reacquainted, you know? <laughs> so, it's never late. No, exactly. And, you know, she's got the ta- the highest spot in my living room, taller than everything else in my house. Is, so you could see it. Yes. She looks over the entire, everything that goes on in my living room, the Blessed Mother, is under the Blessed Mother's care. Amen. Yeah. So the third apparition, July 13th, that is when happens the prophecy. You know, um, we know in the Old Testament, um, prophecies they don't mean that it's going to happen they could change right and Fatima is the same way you know they have the vision the same thing come here every 13 and then the version gets a little with the expression of sadness and there is a vision of hell let's just clear this up okay <laughs> because this was the most confused thing for the United States of the America to understand the secret of Fatima first of all they are not three secrets that one secret yes. in three parts. Okay. Right? So we usually call the last one the third secret. All many people that I've encountered in my life, they tell me this. Oh, I'm disappointed with the third secret. The Vatican is hiding stuff. I mean, what is this? I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, you actually spent some time to read that. It's just so deep and he speaks to us now. Mm-hmm. What are you waiting? Like the end? Right. Like, what is this? I mean, the secret was supposed to be revealed in 1960s. Uh, it's a bunch of uh, problems. This, the moment that you tell someone I have a secret, they will try to find out right. what's going on. So the third apparition, you, there is this vision of hell. That is the first, first part of the secret. Doesn't mean that the kids, uh, the vision took them to a tour of hell. This doesn't happen. It's a vision. It takes responsibility off. Uh, the same way you mentioned Faustina, right? Mm-hmm. In the diary, I believe she says, I, Faustina, I saw hell. Right. She gives a testimony like, now you know that hell exists. Right. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Don't come with the story that the hell doesn't exist because I, Faustina, I saw it. The same thing with Francisca Sinti Lucia, seeing that, mm-hmm. having that experience, mm-hmm. that vision of, they are aware and responsible. Now I have to pray. Yes. Now I have to promote a peace so people don't go to this place, yes. to the extreme of. 
the second part of the, 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 the secret will be the devotion to Immaculate Heart of Mary. Mm-hmm. Virgin Mary saying, I will want to establish a devotion to my heart, mm-hmm. a devotion of the first Saturdays. We'll understand better when we'll see it goes to Spain, then there is devotion, the devotion of the, and there will be, we'll see as um, mission, the consecration and the devotion of the first Saturdays. And the last part, it's a secret. I can't tell you. You know, it's what the kids used to tell the people. Right. And it's really John Paul II in the year of 82, you know, 13 of May, noon, <laughs> the peak of the sun, you know, the time of the apparitions. You, so, I don't remember. I was born in 83. Okay. But some people remember mm-hmm. um, when John I, Paul... I was too young. John I Paul was Gatch, alive, but <laughs> I wasn't watching TV. <laughs> just, I mentioned this on campus. And I felt so old. <laughs> Do you remember John Paul II, seeing John Paul II on TV and the kids are like, no. Oh, I'm no. like, oh, no, oh, for no. real? Oh, no. <laughs> you don't remember John Paul II? No. Right. I was born in 2000. I'm like, okay, there is something. <laughs> I'm aging. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> so uh, John Paul gets uh, uh, shot and he goes to coma. And when he gets out of coma, he starts having this deep devotion to Fatima. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the shrine of Fatima and he thanks to the Virgin Mary for saving her, his life. And it was really the hand of God, the hand of God saving mm-hmm. the Pope. And, and he felt that he was in that third part of the secret. Yes. It's a city half in ruins. Rome is a city half in ruins. A man walking uh, a procession, you know, it's a described procession, two an- angels near to a cross, and there is people shouting all these souls, and the angel is collecting the blood from the martyrs. Mm-hmm. So it's a prophetic vision. Of course, that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right. But it was the prayers of Jacinta. Jacinta really prayed for the Pope. Mm-hmm that shift this prophecy. Okay. John Paul II didn't die. Yeah. And it's not just John Paul II, it's all the popes. Mm-hmm. It was Benedict, uh, it was John Paul, it's now Pope Francis. It, 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 really, if we really want to take this journey and, and look at the sufferings of Pope Francis mm-hmm. right now, um, I have this, and you, I'm sure you also have it in your mind during the pandemic when the Pope walks, to empty uh, St. Peter's Square. Mm-hmm. And in the top of that St. Peter's Square, there is a cross. And there is men dressed in white, mm-hmm. a sign of hope, yeah. walking to the cross by himself. I was like, he's not alone. Everybody no. was there. Yeah. It was not the invisible church, but the church was very visible at home. It was the domestic church seeing that. But for us, it was like, wow. Yeah. You see, I could see him also there. Yeah. That's why the popes are so near. And in 2017, I was so blessed to be there at the shrine uh, when Pope Francis was there. And I still remember his homily. He started like this. We have a mother. Mm. We have a mother. We all need to listen to this. Like, we have a mother. Yeah. We are not by ourselves. It was a beautiful ceremony of... Uh, of uh, the canonization and I know that Pope Francis it's not confirmed yet because we don't know when or if it's going to happen but he's going to Portugal I think he's going to visit the shrine of Fatima too because I know for some people that working with the Pope right now that he he has a a devotion to to Fatima there is not a Pope that visits Fatima or a bishop that doesn't 
then come back right. with this call you of know, peace. That that image of Pope Francis in on Good Friday in St. Peter's Square, that was the inspiration of this podcast. Oh, wow, see? Because he talked about how Jesus isn't asleep in the boat, mm -hmm. right? And we're the heart of the ark. Jesus is the heart of the big ark that we're in, oh, right? Oh, I didn't know, see? Yeah. <laughs> you, you just thought it had to do with Newark, the Cathedral Basilica of the Sacred Heart. Yes. It, all, yes, all of that. But in the same respect, Mary is the Ark of the Covenant. She is the Ark yes. that we're called to encounter Christ through in this devotion of the Rosary. You know? See, our, pray our, uh, our prayers are, God is really attentive to yeah. them and, and our supplications too. So God is really attentive. Yeah. So he, he takes care of us. Like of us, so many people in that Good Friday, they probably like, this is it. I mean, yeah. but I in that day, I felt like hope. Yeah. I was like, God is really speaking to us in the way that we probably don't understand right now. Yeah. But we usually look at the bad things from that time. You know, there was suffering, there was concerns. I think for us, it was the suffering of not celebrating. You know, we used to go to church yeah. and celebrating Easter. But still, Easter happened, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, still, Lent was very intense, too. I, that Lent, I, I carry that in my heart, too. Mm -hmm. But that was, that was hope. In the midst of suffering, mm -hmm. that is hope. You know, uh, a valid Catholic has to have, I'm sorry to say this word, but has to have suffering. Yeah. Suffering is part of the plan. Yeah. So uh, if you're going to sufferings, very good. You're, <laughs> you're in the good path. Yeah, exactly. If you don't have any sufferings, I mean, something is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go ask for some help. Yeah. We, we, the suffering is, su suffering comes joy. Yeah. You know, the suffering of Jesus dying on the cross. Now we're celebrating the joy, the joy of Easter. So, going back to Fatima. Mm -hmm. So, this was the issue of, you know, not we have to be willing to, and I recommend this, I'm not trying to convince anyone again, the beginning of this podcast, it was that like, probably this is not for everybody, it, it will be one day, but before you make an opinion, elaborate an opinion about things, no, open your heart to, you know, especially with the third part, mm -hmm. read it. Uh, don't feed two things on online that is leading to other things, but look at the at, at the suffering church. Yeah. There, 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 there is that every time I go to mass, I see this procession, mm -hmm. like the the, the beginning of the, the mass, and I always think about like it's it's there. It's like the church processing to the cross to the sufferings. So then. Uh, the last of you know the, the August and uh, the September there are important apparitions to always recommending the praying of the rosary that is a point that we'll see is like can you do a miracle for people to believe in us because this is getting like stressful here do you see there was this movie about Fatima and they, the only thing about that movie that it's just my opinion focused a lot on the relationship between the mother we'll see his mother and the problem let's not over exaggerate on that you know mm -hmm. she goes to a moment of conversion too but i also understand like they own this farm 
the yeah. place of the apparition, and now it's all destroyed. Yeah, it's tons of people walking over, and that was a concern of a mother still, someone that was just not trusting one hundred percent on God. You know, we all go through that yeah. sometimes. We had so frustration too. In September, she promised. She promised a miracle that will happen in October. It's a beautiful one. There is one thing in Fatima. I don't know if you had visited the shrine of Fatima. No, not yet. Okay, not it's yet. about time. To. I know, I know. I'm Believe going me. to Fatima very soon. I know. <laughs> so, Take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're more than welcome to join us. You know, I'm always going to Fatima. And I, um, uh, the, the heart of Fatima is this little chapel. The Virgin uh, requested in October, I'm the Lady of the Rosary, build a chapel here. In 1917, uh, the Portuguese government was uh, separated already from uh, the Vatican, from our constitution, a country that was so Catholic. Mm-hmm. We had removed in 1910 uh, from our constitution the name of God. That hurts me as a Portuguese person. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, and there was at that time approved the law of divorce. There was a lot of issues, a lot of new ideas, politicians making uh, a war against the church. And it was not allowed. A country that, can you imagine that you have to ask permission to the government for a procession? Uh, the bells at church, they need to have a permission. The priest to celebrate a mass, you need to have a permission. Imagine building a church. <laughs> you need to ask permission. So the Virgin is saying, build a chapel here. I'm the Lady of the Rosary. Mm-hmm. So God is saying, I have the last word. Right. Build a chapel here. So the little chapel is still there. It's so beautiful, small building. She never asked for the image, the statue of. Uh, later on, it's one appears that statue. So in October, there's the miracle of the sun. It's raining, and we'll see as I close. The, the umbrellas and the sun does a circle and people got like so like impressed with this light again the theme of light the risen Christ the sign of uh, of his victory mm-hmm. over and anything yeah and it comes as I'm surprised with a lot of people that didn't that didn't know this so there is other apparitions so we'll see I will see the lady of sorrows son Joseph with the baby Jesus you know, there is in okay. Fatima an apparition of Joseph. Okay. Joseph giving the blessing with the baby Jesus, blessing everybody. And at, at the end, there is a, a lady of Mount Carmel. Okay. So it, it's like a, a, the vocation of Lucia. There is this three segments of apparitions, really interesting, but I always, in the year of St. Joseph, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like Joseph is giving the blessing with the baby Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, the relationship with Joseph and Jesus, right? It's the first case of adoption. Yeah. That is in the reverse. Yes. It's the son that adopts the father, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> it's yep. usually the father that looks for a kid. And this time it's like Jesus choosing him, like this just man giving the blessing. So, uh, and the, cy- the cycle of the six apparitions ended with this. Mm-hmm. Build a chapel here. I'm the Lady of the Rosary again. So there is a prophetic message the, uh, that that our call today is this, to be good. <laughs> Not just to be good on Sundays. Right. <laughs> and try to be better on parking lots in church, as I know that is very stressful. <laughs> but be good with everything. Yep. Make your life a prayer. Everything that you do, you're doing with God. Yeah. Praying the rosary again. I know you're promoting, and I, I'm with you on this. You know, promoting this devotion that is so important to our, to our church, to our life, to our spiritual life. You know, give us so much understanding of. 
things. You will make move other things. Although the sacrament of Eucharistic is the most important one that makes move all the other sacraments, uh, the devotion of, of adoration, you know, I am so blessed right now. And I have to say this because um, every day on a Montclair State University, a state university, we have adoration every day. That's amazing. And that chapel is back. Oh, good. That moves me. I'm yeah. like, um, on a Thursday night <laughs> when I was in college. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I'm now, I was not doing adoration. Nope, me neither. Uh, uh, nope. At, nine, at 9 p.m., you know, it's just now. No. Uh, uh, it's just that, that gives me so, so much hope. Yeah. You know, uh, and I know this is happening in other colleges too and universities. That is, I, I see the youth looking for, for God, looking for answers, looking for real meaning of love. I, I see it there every day at Montclair State. I see it with a group that we bring with Father Kevin. I see that that want to be, uh, do that belonging of that the church is inviting us. So for uh, all of us, that we see in this podcast, there is a lot of hope in the, in the Archdiocese of Newark. There is a lot happening. Yeah. You're probably not seeing it, right. but it's happening. There is a lot of young people praying, yeah. praying for the church. Uh, the, we have like Newman Nights, we have Bible studies, we have, I. they approach me with questions, and they know, they yeah. know like deep theology things. Yeah. But the most, the most amazing thing it's this love they have for God. Yeah. And that inspires me. And it's it's so authentic. Yes. And I think that's what um, I, I've encountered with my work with the young adults. I'm not, I don't, I'm, I was only, I was very young when John Paul II in 1982. Me too. Shot, very young. I was I, like. I was like four. I know, you were even younger, but I was four. And I, was I don't amazing. remember that. Okay. <laughs> but I wasn't watching TV. However... Um, uh, but you remember John Paul. Yes. He inspired my entire youth. Uh, yes. He, we, when, I, when I was a kid, there was a picture of John Paul II on the table as he walked in our front door of our house. He was, wow. he was like... Oh, you said your grandmother's house. Yes, there was a well, picture of him. He was too. a picture of of John Paul II next to my grandparents. Next, mm-hmm. to, he was just like the grandpa I had that lived in Rome. <laughs> he was, you know, and we prayed for the Pope. And I, I'm really that idea of the sufferings of the popes, especially, you know, I struggle with uh, people who use this, especially the third secret of Fatima, as yeah. a weapon, yeah, and yeah. then also then in the next their next breath use it to. Your, use their breath to attack yes. the members of our clergy yeah. because that to me is the division right mm-hmm. there. So um, you explaining um, what it is and the the idea of linking it to the prayer for our church and our clergy and our pope and our bishops and our cardinals, but also like recognizing that we have to trust God in prayer to fix these things because we need to conform our hearts to his heart and Mm -hmm. through his mother's heart. We need to conform our hearts so that we can be the people he needs us to be. And we change, we do change through prayer. Prayer is not for to change God. 
No. Prayer, prayer is to change ourselves, to conform to him. And so when we do that, when we all do that, when we take our responsibility and we conform ourselves to what God is asking of us and we wake up in the morning, you know, I, I know you're, you're a father, I'm a mother, we have children, we have deadlines, we have jobs, we have mm-hmm. spouses, we have people we have, to, we have to care for. But I do try every morning to say, all right, this is my plan. <laughs> what, I'll do my best to do whatever you ask of me. And I know that my having a plan makes you laugh, but I'm going to try to do them both to the best of my ability. And I know I'm going to fail, but I'm going to ask for you to just be with me in every moment. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that, that, that is the message of Fadi. Right? right. I mean, it's bringing God to everything that you do. Right. You know, the, so you're more aware of, of things, you know. After this apparitions, then Francisco dies in, in nine, uh, 1919, mm-hmm. the 4th of April. Um, he died for, for th- there was a pandemic, mm-hmm. and Jacinta too. Uh, Francisco died uh, very joyful. Um, the day that he died, he called Lucia and Jacinta. Uh, Lucia was talking to him, and Francisco asked Lucia, do you know any sins that I have done? So mm. I could go confess. And Lucia was like, no, Francisco, you know. Lucia refers to Francisco as the, the expression, very annoying, <laughs> and a, and, but obedient, mm-hmm. very obedient. He was that type of, uh, the things that I study about Francisco, yes, I could see why she says that. Yeah. If you tell Francisco, kneel and pray, Francisco will kneel and pray. Mm-hmm. Francisco is this type of personality, uh, very obedient. Jacinta was very <laughs> not obedient, right. <laughs> trying to do things on her own way. So Francisco will go ask Jacinta if she knows any sins. So Lucia goes outside the patio. Uh, Francisco is asking if you know any sins of him. Of course I know. And he gives a list <laughs> <laughs> of things. Right. You know, this As is what I see the joy. Could, right? you know, yeah. just, this is the joy. Yes. I want to show you this because of the joy of, of there's very joyful kids. Like, And Lucia goes inside, look, you have all these sins. And Francisco is like, I confess them already. I confess them already. And then he died and his last words like, until heaven. Mm-hmm. So, and he dies smiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacinta, she gets really sick mm-hmm. in 1920, and she, they tried, there was a group of a family, they tried to save her, mm-hmm. bring her to this hospital in Lisbon. She died in Lisbon, um, the 20th of February. Um, and she goes to this operation, and she was like, intervention, and she was like, don't do it. It's just, you're not going to save me, because this is the plan of the lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will go to heaven soon. They still do the intervention on her. On her. She was, uh, they removed rib from her without anesthesia. And, and she offered that to the sinners. Mm-hmm. She was not complaining on crying. I mean, I have kids, I look at them, I'm, like, I'm, the, I'm the, the biggest kid here for a little, anything I cry and make a drama about it. <laughs> and she was in so much pain for us. Mm-hmm because we are the sinners. Yeah. And she died by herself. Someone that was, uh, the Virgin was there. That is, if you visit the place in Lisbon, they have like a little chair that the Virgin Mary used to sit there and take care of her. Mm. So 
um, that it, to finalize probably that is two two quotes that could probably uh, kind of help us to understand even better the message. The first is from Jacinta. I wish I could put inside of everybody's heart the fire that I have in me. Mm. I know that fire. I have, I experienced that. I know what she's talking about mm -hmm. when I go to Farima. Bringing the start of Farima, I'm going to be honest with you. I look relaxed, but I'm terrified. It's that good <laughs> feeling, right? I'm nervous about it. But we'll be it. praying for you. Okay, I will. You. <laughs> I will pray the whole time, and I'm sure our listeners will be praying yes. too. It's it's a challenge yeah. too, you know. Um, uh, it's a beautiful thought, but it's a challenge too, and I like that type of uh, challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I want to bring that fire too. I yes. wish I could put in everybody's heart too that experience that I had the Fatima from Francisco. Francisco is more, they ask him, what do you like the most in all of this? And he was like, I like seeing the angel. I like seeing the Virgin Mary. But what I liked the most was being inside of their heart mm. and being near to their flame, their fire that didn't burn me. Mm. So both of these quotes, they bring us closer to God. So bringing the statue of fire into to the Archdiocese of Newark it is this time for us to renew our faith. Right. Bring that fire back. Yeah. You know, uh, it's okay to cry. It's okay to present off petitions. But really, from all of us in the Archdiocese of Newark, like, this is a sign of hope for us. Yeah. You know, it's just a stat. Why now? It's just a simple thing. Mm -hmm. But represents peace. Yes. This is a time for us to consecrate ourselves, to be more active in our parishes. You know, there must be someone like thinking, I want to be, uh, we are catechists, yeah, right? Absolutely. Know, oh, yeah. We're evangelizers. I tell the students here, we are called to be catechists, you know, we, since our baptism. Mm -hmm. So probably someone, there's a lot of parishes in need of catechists. Mm -hmm. This is the time, yeah. probably, you know, say, are you willing to offer yourselves to God? Yeah. Just go ahead. Probably reading, yeah. probably helping your pastor. Eucharistic uh, ministers, choir members. Choir, anything. Uh, oh, I don't know. Don't go and do, I don't know how to do it. Right. You will learn how to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. He will teach you to do things. Yeah. God will teach you, you know, and, and there is people that we have that will help you too. Yeah. But it's needed that first step. Yeah, he takes all of our gifts and he multiplies yes. them. The same thing we bring in the 40 young adults to Lisbon. Mm -hmm. uh, and Father Kevin is always like, we have to create. And I like this about him, thinking about having new and future leaders for the Archdiocese of Newark. We need it. Yeah. We need well-prepared people to, yes. you know. Sometimes we start with the mission and we forgot the heart and the mind, the intellect. This is the time that we're preparing this young adults. So for the next youth day, they will be more active about it. But when they come back to the church, when they come back home, as I did in 2000 when I was in Rome, and Cardinal Tobin was with us celebrating a mass for the youth in the surprise of a 10, and he was like, I remember Rome was very hot, and it was very, uh, youth day could be a, something very uncomfortable, and, and, and be honest, yes, you know, <laughs> sleeping on the floor. Right. <laughs> Uh, not having the comfort that we have in our home, food, and 
don't worry about if there is any parent listening to me right now. Before the, our group, we have everything. There right. is only two nights. They have to sleep three. They have to sleep on the floor. But even though it's comfortable. Right. So what we're going to do, we're going to the north of Portugal. We're doing pre-youth day. We're going to experience some other shrines. There will be adoration mass, catechesis every day. It's not a tour to Portugal. Right. It's a faith tour. Yes. We're going to San, San James, Santiago. Oh, Santiago de yes. Compostela. We're going to experience that too. Wonderful. That's and on my bucket list too. I walked already. Okay. And by bicycle too. Okay. I'm Good. not able to. Never again, actually. I was able to <laughs> get my bike again. So, yes. But it's a beautiful walk. It's a journey of life. Too. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. You should do it. Yes. Don't be afraid. And then we're going to be with Pope Francis, and we're going to listen to his catechisms. We're going to pray with him, and it's going to be a beautiful event. Being in the middle of that two uh, millions of young adults, it's just an amazing thing. Okay. To a point you like... I don't care anymore if I have to sleep on the floor, if, I have, if there is mosquitoes and things bothering me. Right. When the Pope arrives in Campus Fide, it's just an amazing feeling. Yeah. The, the men dressed in white, the Farima, they didn't know it's this man dressed in white. Right. That, that brings their joy. Yes. That man dressed in white brings joy to us. Amen. So um, I would like to invite everybody to, especially she's going to be at the cathedral. May 13. Mm-hmm. She will arrive at 4.45. Father Bismarck is like, has to be at 4.45. 4.45. And there will be a mass. I will do a talk about Farim at the cathedral. Okay. Um, Montclair State, May 7. I'm okay. going to have also f- f- from 5 uh, p.m. There will be a talk. I will do a talk about Farima. Um And um, there will be a mass. There will be a rosary with the participants of Youth Day and all the colleges that Father Jim is in charge. And I would like to invite people to come over to Montclair State because yeah. showing that you are present, it is so important for the young adults. Yeah. You know, seeing Dev Room on Student Center, Fourth Floor, PAC, I think, and the cathedral, uh, it's what I'm hoping, okay. right? So also, um, I think it's a important one is Father David Santos um, and Son James uh, Springfield. Yes. Um, he's also having an event, it will be a retreat about the message of Farima. I will also be the retreat, it will be on the Saturday. They just have to contact the parish, the bulletin online, not days, it's just social media. But Father David is going to have overnight viewings Nice. and adoration mm-hmm. so in confessions too so there is a lot of events happening in different parishes look for the schedule is available so and go go, go do this pilgrimage with your family yeah go see her uh go, go encounter with god do your 13 of may your personal 13 of may right and she will ask you yeah. are you willing to offer yourself yeah. to god Amen. And and for the parishes and for the communities that haven't been able to get her, <laughs> I'm going to suggest something as well. In conjunction, I'm going to I'm going to yes. ask. So, around assumption, August between August 13th and August 19th, mm-hmm. we're going to work in those that framework. Um, I'm planning a how to host the rosary congress. Yes in your parish, because every parish can do this with or without the, the official Fatima statue. We all have a statue of Our Lady. We all have a statue of Our Lady. Yes. We all have a priest who can 
or or a deacon who can help us with adoration and mm-hmm. benediction. We all have con- uh, confessors that could yes. be available. We all have societies that could stay with the Blessed Mother, mm-hmm. whether it's an hour, whether it's three hours, whether it's eight hours, whether it's 24 hours. I don't know. You know your people better than yes. the, arch- the Archdiocese Office for Evangelization does. However, we have all the paperwork to and the binders and the help. I can make your Rosary Congress happen for you. You just need the people to do it. So our Rosary Congress this year for the Archdiocese of Newark, last year we had about 15 parishes that hosted an official Rosary Congress. I'd love to get all 212 to have. Yes. And it's a whole week from Our Lady of the Rosary, October 7th through October 13th mm-hmm. for the, the final apparition of Our Lady in Fatima. Yes. And all of those dates are available, and I have Everything you could require in English, in Spanish, in any... I will work with your parish to make it happen yes. between now and then. But in case you're worried, around August 15th, I'm going to have hopefully an event so that if you want an in-person training and you want to walk away with how yeah. to do this two weeks, two months in advance, yes. I will be there. So Come please, forward. Yeah. Right? It's, this is the time. Yeah. So having it here in May, this, and, and it will be like... I have to extend for two weeks more in right. June. Right, right, because as soon as so people, she will as stay soon until as August. pastors saw it, they were like, oh, I want it too. Yes, of course I still you have do. some days Right. Okay. in June. So if there is any, I uh, only thing is the protocol with the Shrine of Fatima, it's that pastors, you know, our bishops know, of course. Right. Uh, but the pastors should contact me. And, and, and there is some day. Okay. There is some days too. There's some days. And then the the way this is going, probably we get to August, we still have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, God you never willing. Know. <laughs> yes. Amen. Although she has already a ticket going back, but okay. um, God God works in mysteries. There yes. is there is always a way. Yes. And I'm sure that we have in our in the that is beautiful status of our lady yes and this could be also a way of promoting that right you know show your your devotion to mary throughout this time right and through our different blessed mothers you said our lady of mount carmel our lady of lords our lady of guadalupe our you know our lady of chestahova our lady of uh manawag the one the philippines i mean there are there's tons the the blessed mother comes to us in In every nation in every context and she comes to us and and brings her message yes. of come back to my son good because i'm i'm going to need your prayers just <laughs> as you're going to need mine yes i will i will i will i will ask the virgin mary to i appreciate it your presence here has been a blessing i oh, really you. want you to come back and talk about the message of fatima and the eucharist yes because we're going into the year of the parish year of the eucharistic revival yes. and so every parish can do this beginning mm-hmm. with Our Lady of the Rosary yes, and then continuing through the year for 2024 of of the Eucharistic Revival. 2024 kind of scared me, like we're getting there. Yes, I know. Well, I know. Time is flying. I know, I know. So, Ricardo, before you go, could we pray together? Yes, of course. Okay, so are, were we going to pray the, the Fatima prayer? Which one? Well, you decide. You are the expert. That is a that is a Fatima prayer that we do at every, in every rosary. Yes. Right, and it and that one was actually it was the Virgin Mary as a teacher teaching her the kids too. So I think we should pray the famous Oh my Jesus. Okay. But also 
the the most important prayer from Farima comes from your heart. Uh, it's it's that when you do that encounter in your heart, we should start with the sign of the cross. We should. Amen. <laughs> My arms up. <laughs> uh, funny. Father, and Son, and, Son, and Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. We ask our God to bless us, to bless, to bless our hearts, and we ask the Virgin with the title of the Lady of Peace, the Lady of Fatima to bless us. That was um, John Paul II, one of the interviews was like, I go to Farima every day. My thought goes to Farima every day. So I'll ask us to go in the spiritual journey to the shrine of Farima. And we pray for our bishops. We pray for Cardinal Tobin, for Pope Francis. We pray for all the parishes in this diocese of Newark, for all the priests discerning, uh, for all the seminarians, religious life especially those that are in the hospital, those that are sick, suffering in so many crosses at the hospital. We pray for our children. We pray for everybody that is doing, assisting us in, in, in prayer and in spiritual prayer. And we offer ourselves to God. We ask God to come to our lives and, and, and to give us more hope, more joy, more love. We ask for peace so we could promote peace in everything that we do. Oh my, my Jesus, Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those who most need in our mercy. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ricardo, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for so inviting much. me. Heart of the Ark podcast is an initiative by the Office for Evangelization at the Archdiocese of Newark. If you want to find us online, you can find us at rcan.org slash evangelization. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Very soon, we'll be updating our social media for the Heart of the Ark, but you can find us on Fireside Podcasts at Heart of the Ark. Dot fireside dot fm. Our theme song is composed by and orchestrated by Eric Hunter, a dear friend of mine. You can find out more about Eric and his performances and compositions at Eric, E-R-I-C, Hunter, H-U-N-T-E-R, music.com. This has been a pleasure, and I look forward to hearing from you and speaking with you in the future.